Sister Lisa coming to you from the ill, the Edwina Elder Library, and this podcast is kind of like a book review. Um, what it is, I've got books in our Edwina Elder Library that my husband and I purchased over the course of our youth ministry days and our marriage. And, um, and I've even bought a few books that I've added to the library since he passed. Um, but Edwin Elder was a missionary. She was a wonderful woman of God. I wish that she was alive where I could interview her. Uh, but you know, me telling you about her and um, just what she meant to me in time, you'll feel like you know her too. And one of my cousins, which is her granddaughter, is supposed to, one of these days, write a book about her. And um, I'm hoping that she does. And then we can... <laughs> We can review the Edwin Elder um, book on the Edwin Elder Library podcast. But um, right after my husband died, um, my daughter Marisa bought me a book called Life After Grief, Choosing the Path to Healing. And um, I've had it here, um, like a year and a half since my husband's been gone, and I have not read this book. Um, it was recommended to her, I guess, a lady in the church bought one for my aunt at the time of my uncle's passing, um, Reverend Carl Elder, which is Edwin Elder's son. He had married my mom's sister. That's how um, that connection is. So, um, this book, Life After Grief, it has a foreword by James and Betty Robinson. And I'm going to read that right now. If I can find the foreword. It's got a couple like I said, I haven't read this book. Forward's on page 13, so I'm being a while. Okay, I got it. Um, I'm going to read that in a minute, but I'm just going to say the reason I had another book called Gems, G-E-M-S, that I just got, and I was going to do that one um, as a book review, and a day, it's a daily devotional, but it starts on January the 1st, and I thought, well, let's just save it. Let's just say, but I know we don't have to start actually on January 1st, but we might as well. We'll save it for this coming year because I still have several of these other books to enter to, to go through. And in fact, I haven't even finished A Man Called Peter. Um, at least did a long time ago because I'm, I'm really wanting to write a book about my husband, A Man Called Dot Dot Dot. Uh, he went by. Mark, most of you knew him by a name Mark, or at work they called him Pete, <laughs> by his last name, um, but his name is Timothy Mark Peter, he had three Bible names, Peter being the last name, um, but his mom, when she was, or his parents, but I think it's his mom, couldn't decide whether to call him Timothy Mark or Mark Timothy for his name, and they, they decided on Timothy Mark, but then they always called him Mark by his middle name, but a man called dot 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 a man called or a woman called you could just stop right there um called of god but we're all called to be a disciple we're all called to um come out from the world and be separate and be a light be a conduit an ambassador and so that's what this podcast is to encourage you in the lord that i know a lot of you may have not lost this battle some of you have but I know a few that are listening to me um, have not um, or may not even be married um, to, to 
know what it is to be a widow or a widower, but most of us have lost a parent or a, a good friend or a pet. Grief is real. Grief is real to all of us. It seems like there's no bounds. My grandchildren know grief. They really, they really miss Papa. And um, they lost their grandmother, their foster grandmother, on that raised their dad um, not too long ago. So they know that grief. They know um, some of them. Some of the older ones remember Pops, which is my husband's father, and his passing. There's grief. Grief is real. It's hard to lose things. It's hard to lose things. We don't like to let things go. But you have to remember, there's a bigger picture, a bigger plan. And Jesus will help us. And that's life after grief. Life does go on. You have to. Uh, the foreword. On December the 28th, 2012, our youngest child, Robin, stepped into the presence of Jesus after fiercely battling cancer for several years. Throughout her journey, we continually sought answers, prayed fervently, and believed God for her healing. We were heartbroken, though we knew she experienced her ultimate healing. There truly is no way to describe this kind of heartache. But for the grace and mercy of our Heavenly Father and the loving support of family and friends, we would not have been able to stand the pain of it. Rebecca Barr's dad, B-A-U-E-R, her dad, Pastor Jack Hayford, was one of the first friends to reach out to us with prayer and comfort. He knew the journey we were experiencing and shared with us a beautiful vision he had had of Robin's entrance into heaven. In October 2003, Jack's son-in-law, Rebecca's husband, Scott, died of a brain aneurysm. Scott and Rebecca were pastoring a church on the way at the time, so Rebecca's work and living situation changed immediately. At the same time, all of her children were getting married, so within a three-year period, her house was completely emptied. Rebecca's beautifully out- Rebecca beautifully outlines her journey through the valley of the shadow of death, See Psalms 23.4. This book will be a wonderful practical help to anyone who has experienced the loss of a loved one, a marriage, a business, or a dream. When does the grieving end? How can you get through it? Where do you even start? You might be asking, where is God in my situation? We can quickly answer, He is with you. He is holding your heart and will continue to as long as you have breath. In Jesus' first message in the synagogue, we find great comfort in the words he quoted from Isaiah. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. See Isaiah 61 and 1 and Luke 4, 18. Indeed, he does, and we join Rebecca seeking to do the same. In the year since our daughter's passing, we have learned that when your heart is broken beyond anything you could ever imagine, only a miracle of God can bring the necessary healing. Just as with the physical healing of broken bones or bleeding wounds, it is a process that requires time, the balm of Gilead, and the healing oil that only the Holy Spirit can provide. These words from Lamentations are still relevant today. Surely my soul remembers and is bowed down within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never cease, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. 
great is your faithfulness to me. Lamentations 3, 20-23 Whatever difficulty you are facing, remember, God promises He will never leave you or forsake you. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 As you read the pages of this book, may God speak to you, comfort you with His loving presence, and abundantly provide for every need. James and Betty Robinson co-host of Life Today, a television program for Texas. Um, and I'm sure you've heard of them. If not, um, they are a, they are host of a television program that reach out to a lot of people. They touch a lot of people's lives. And I'm hoping my podcast will touch the four or five or seven or 15 listeners. Um, you know, I told my daughter, yeah, I told my daughter, Melissa, Melissa? I got three daughters. I can't remember which one I told. I think it was Melissa. I said, I sometimes see where different people have watched some of my videos that I posted over the last 10 years. And um, she posted a few too, my daughter Melissa. And it doesn't seem like we have a lot of viewers. I said, but you know, we are touching some people's life. And that's that's what we want to do. But we don't want to be famous. Oh, my word. Um... I see, I see people's posts. In fact, in a man called Peter, uh, Catherine Marshall, in her other book, like after, uh, what was it called? To Live Again. To Live Again. Um, she was talking about how when she wrote the book about a man called Peter, how her life, her life was totally turned upside down. People were wanting to come to her house and see the desk that he sat at. They wanted to. Um, see the different places that she's written about in her book and it's like oh I've got to be so careful Melissa what I say on our podcast and on my devotionals and post on my patreon page or um, when I write the book I said because we don't want to turn our life into a music we don't want to turn it into a spectacle you know you want I want my husband to live on yes I want his life to make an impact long after he's gone I mean he's gone but for a long time, as long as the life goes on, excuse me, uh, as long as the world keeps turning, I want, I want people to remember him. He made, he was a wonderful person, and I want his dreams to come through through his books. I want him to be in Goodland, Kansas. I want him to make an impact in people's lives. I want him to, you know, um, I mean, he was a great person, and and but we all are. Every person is a great person. We can't all have books written about ourselves. It goes to that song that we used to sing, my husband and I. If anyone should ever write my life story, for whatever reason there might be, he'll be there between each page of pain and glory. There's both in mind. Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. And another time my husband wrote to me, he said, he told me that I was the best thing that ever happened to him besides Jesus. And so little things like that make you feel good knowing that um, and that's why every every wife should be to their husband and husband to their wife it, to complete each other yes they um, that is that's true so there is life after grief I know right after my husband died I did not want to go on I didn't want to live one day I felt guilty to live one day in his house and um, have his life insurance um, just different things you know you know, when he was alive, God provided for me and him through the, you know, he provi- God's our provider. 
And um, so, it, yes, my husband worked hard. It, it is. It's sad that he didn't get to see a retirement. But I know he's glad that he provided for me. I know that. And I know that the same is true that as I'm doing childcare that he said I was good at and teaching my music lessons that you know he was proud of me for what I was doing in the ministry. Um, those things, you know, that keeps me going to know that I do have purpose. And everybody at the sound of my voice, you have purpose. Each one of us. We don't have to be big names. And in fact, if I never write the book, the fact that I've been able to do the podcast and talk about him and I write in a little journal every day, little thoughts, little things. Yesterday, I had the driveway paved and I woke up this morning, didn't even put two and two together, but I woke up, oh, that's the Mark Peter Memorial Driveway. I got a name for it. I, but when I had it done, I had it done because it needed to be done. I wasn't thinking about it being a memorial, but see, right there, give an honor, give an honor to my husband, respecting him. Everything I do, I want to do in honor of him, but of course, more more so in, to honor my Heavenly Father. Whatever we do in word or in deed, do it all to the glory of God. Do it all, and that's, I remember yesterday when the men were working out there, I was praying that they do a good job because a lot of contractors you get you know you don't always get but these people they were they were professional they did an excellent job a wonderful job and they kept their word they built me what they said they'd build me they didn't have hidden costs or anything and I thank God for that and um, yeah, I was praying and then I was also praising God that it didn't rain that the weather was cool but it wasn't like freezing cold and they were able to get it done all in one day. Um, they'll come back today to get the uh, the wooden frames. But, but um, they got it all done. And um, yeah, now I got and I got marks. I, I told Mari, Melissa, I said I don't know if I'm gonna name it T for Timothy, the T period Mark Peter, um, or if I'm just gonna say Mark Peter. I don't know if I put the T on there or not. But as I was naming, well, he's like, you didn't name it M&L because he always put everything that, every business he started, he put, we had the M&L trash service, or he had the magnificent lawn care, there's the M and the L and that. Our girls' names, there's M's and L's in all of them. Well, Marisa, she got the M-A-R for Mark and the I-S-A for Lisa, and um, Lisa got the M and the L. Melanie got the M and the L. So, um, yeah. But I'm the Mark Peter Memorial Driveway. So every time you come, those of you who listen to me that come to my house, every time you drive in the driveway, which you can't drive on until after Friday, um, they said it takes that long. But just think. You're driving on a you're driving on a driveway paid for by some of my husband's life insurance money. But I found out. I googled. I just thought I, I didn't think about this when I was having it done. I'm like, oh, I wonder if that adds value to the house. And I looked and and I guess it could add five to ten percent value, additional value to the house. I'm like, wow, you know. So um, an investment, a concrete investment. 
pretty funny. But anyway, life after grief. I didn't want to go on, but now each day is like, Lord, he doesn't tell us if I'll have a short time here on earth, but we know the rapture's coming soon. That could be for all of us. Jesus could come any day. But I also know that um, there's the potential of living another 25, 30, 30 40, that be present. I could live to be 100. Some people do. We don't know. None of us know. And so that's why, that's why we just pray and ask God, give us wisdom. Help us to use each day wisely. What can we do today that's going to help benefit other people? What can we build on? Well, the Lord Jesus Christ. But also, Sunday I'm going to be talking about change your trajectory. And, um, yeah, the way we do things. The way we do things is change it up a little bit. Let's let's reach towards that goal, that high calling in Christ Jesus. Press toward that mark. We're going to be the best we can be for the Lord. As long as we have breath, we're going to keep on keeping on. We have a great day. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you.